So here's a question. In a world that keeps moving faster and faster, how do women leaders like us, women who want to make an impact in the world through our career or business and not sacrifice our home life, how do we create balance and fulfillment in our lives, both at work and at home, without facing burnout or constantly feeling like we're chasing an impossible dream? That's the question, and this show explores the answers. Welcome to the Selfless Syndrome Show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm on a mission to help women leaders break through burnout so that they can build the life and body they are worthy of and step into the awesome power of who they really are. I'm the Selfless Syndrome Mentor, a board-certified women's health and leadership coach and alternative medicine practitioner. I'm a wife, mom, and stepmom to four boys and a furball, and I'm the founder of a rapidly growing women-centered coaching business. Stick around because on this show, you'll learn how to create the life, body, and career you've always dreamed of without having to sacrifice who you really are. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson Ridley. I feel like I haven't been here in a while because I actually took a break over the holidays and I would love to wish you a happy new year and just say welcome to 2023. I'm really excited about this new year and just the reset that I also got over um, the holiday weekend. And I, I wanted, what I actually wanted to talk about today was some of the things that I experienced during that because my holiday, especially my Christmas and my birthday is Christmas Eve, both ended up looking a lot different than I was expecting them to. This was the first year that my nine and a half year old son actually traveled all by himself and went to Minnesota to spend Christmas with his dad, which he hasn't done since he was two. So it was long overdue and it was great. And I was excited for him. And at the same time, having all the mom feels about him flying on a plane by himself and being gone for the holiday and all of that. And to do that, we actually flew down to San Diego where we have a house that's a rental um, and that we escape from the cold every now and then. Uh, and so he could fly directly rather than having to fly all the way from Alaska to Minnesota, which is a long haul. But in the midst of that, my husband was supposed to join me and Seattle got showered in ice and canceled 700 flights in one day, uh, his being one of them. So he was supposed to get here the morning of Christmas Eve, which was my birthday. And he didn't end up making it until Monday. And so I ended up spending my birthday and Christmas entirely by myself, which was not planned and not something that I've done in a long time. And I was really reflecting on this as, you know, I, I like to spend a lot of the kind of end of the year, beginning of the new year in a lot of reflection and really get clear on, you know, what things have been going really well and what things do I maybe want to change? And, you know, where, where am I going? What's, what's this new year going to be all about? And I was just really present to how different that experience was for me as opposed to what it would have been like, you know, maybe a decade ago, or even, even as recently as five years ago, where I would have really been an emotional wreck and tried to put on a good face of, you know, pretending like I find I was fine, even when I really wasn't, and really not acknowledging my feelings. And this is something that I've been learning over this past year is how to really connect with myself and, and what I'm feeling. And, you know, it doesn't mean I've mastered it. And I've certainly had some days, both with my son being gone and, you know, with being alone over the holidays where like I noticed, you know, I, I had a hard time focusing on the things I probably should have been doing, like working on my book and instead binged Heartland. And, you know, I, I've drank a, a bit more matcha tea than I normally do. Um, 
And, but I, I haven't like picked up the sugar cravings and I, I haven't like really, as I check in with myself, I've been, I've been okay. And, you know, I, I wanted to bring this up in the context of like, how adaptable are you for when things happen that are outside of our control, right? Like I had no control over that. My, my husband couldn't get here for Christmas. There was, he was literally stuck in Alaska because even the Anchorage airport was also closed. So all of our, our exit routes are generally go through Anchorage or Seattle and, and Portland, and they were all shut down with this storm. And my son also actually ended up leaving a day late because of weather in Minnesota. And, you know, if we're in a place where we're really tuned into ourselves and our needs and making time for what those things are. You know, we talk about selfless syndrome on the show. I have started with a, a, a newsletter that I'm calling the selfies chronicle, which has absolutely nothing to do with photos by the way. And it, it's all about, you know, that commitment that we have to ourselves to really nailing and owning and, and just living out self-care, not being selfish and really taking care of ourselves so that we are adaptable. An analogy I think about as I've been, my son came back a, a few days ago from visiting his dad and he's normally kind of an emotional wreck with that. And he's also dealing with time changes and all of this stuff. And so, you know, today he was up at 5.30 in the morning and I'm like, uh, like we, we're not normally morning people, so we don't do that. But, you know, and then he's having these, these just big swings where, and he's at that age where he's, you know, he's going on 10 and he's finding his independence, but it also completely freaks him out. So he has his moments of being like a baby again and just like big, you know, emotions and tears easily and, and all this stuff. And it's like his, his sense of security in himself and in the world has, has shifted and I can give him, you know, the stability that I've always had there as mom, but like he's going through his own stuff. Right. And I've found that women that come into my world, whether you're listening to the show or, or working with me or, you know, have worked with me in the past, when we first meet and, and come into this, there's a part of us that is actually like that child that, you know, you could think of it as the, I don't want to call us all toddlers, but like the toddler meltdown, like we're just towing that line, right. Of just complete and utter, like cannot figure out how to self-regulate and, and just totally throwing ourselves on the floor and screaming and crying. None of us would actually do that, but that's like the emotional state that we're walking the line in. And when we're in that place and also trying to make changes for our health or in our relationships or in our career, or any of that stuff, we're doing a lot of it out of reactivity and without a lot of intention and without really getting clear on what the heck it is that we actually need. And in order to get there, we have to slow down a little bit. And what I really appreciated about my holiday, you know, even though it, it wasn't necessarily fun, like I didn't even eat cake on my 38th birthday. I just like, I, I also, I realized I've reached this point where I really don't crave sugar at all. And so I was totally okay with that. But, you know, it was like, I, I really, my celebrations were different. Like I went for a hike with my dog and, and all that, but rather than sitting in wallowing or feeling depressed about it or, you know, being overwhelmed with loneliness or, you know, how being upset by just like all of these circumstances, I really was able to just embrace it and be okay and, and enjoy the time by myself. And fortunately, you know, the second half of our vacation, that has been cold and rainy in Southern California, but it was beautiful those few days. It was like in the eighties and sunny. So I laid by the pool and, you know, I did have my dog with me. So like we had a great, great time and everyone got here and then we celebrated after 
and it was all good. But my question and my challenge for you in, you know, going into this new year in making whatever plans you're making in whatever your goals are, whether it's around your health or, you know, other thing, other aspects of life. I really look at health as, and this is one of the things I wanted to share on, on this episode, just setting us up for the, the new year and kind of where I'm headed with this platform and others that I, I am standing on this year. But, you know, it, our health is really tied to a lot of things because there's a lot of things that can cause stress and ultimately derail our health. And, you know, health being one of them, our hormones being one of them, but also our relationships whether it's our marital relationships, friendships, you know, our relationship with ourselves that's a big one of those, our relationship with our kids. It can also be career. This is one I talk about with my clients a lot, actually, more recently than, than not. I've had several clients this year who have made choices to leave a job that was really slowly killing them, honestly. And I've shared enough of my own journey to know that, that that can be a thing. And just finally coming to a place where it was a choice and they weren't doing it out of reactivity. So, you know, looking at yourself and, and, what you are wanting to create, I just challenge you to ask yourself, like, am I in reactive mode or am I really going at this in a way where I'm empowered and, you know, creating from a place of joy and curiosity and, you know, not out of beating myself up or making myself wrong or trying to fix or change something that I feel like is out of my control. Like, are you, are you reacting to feeling like you're out of control or are you in control of whatever it is that you are trying to do? It's, it's the big point here. And if you're out of control or, you know, reactive, all those things, it's what we have to do. The answer to all of this. And I know it like, you're going to say like, oh, I know that Dr. Alex. Okay. You can know something, but it's one thing to know it. And it's another thing to actually embody it and practice it and understand it on a deep intuitive level. Okay. And I'm talking, preaching to the choir here. We have to be willing to slow down to then speed up. And this is in, you can apply this to so many different areas of life, but especially as high achievers, which I'm assuming is most of who listens to the show, you know, we have, and I'm totally guilty of this. We have a tendency to go all in at a level that's either dictated by, you know, something that we have achieved in the past or what we used to do. Like marathon running is one of these things for me because <laughs> um, I have done it before and I've trained for half marathons. I've not trained for half marathons and still run them. And but it doesn't like I can, I can get back into running without having to run the freaking half marathon, right. Or the marathon. And so, you know, you want to look at like, how are you, how, how are you coming at this from? What are you basing it on? What is the past thing that is maybe influencing what you're trying to create in your future? And just ask yourself, journal about it, meditate on it, talk to a friend about it, talk to a spouse about it, talk to someone like in whatever safe container there is for you to unpack this idea ask yourself, like, what is it that you really want to create and how much is your past influencing your future? Because what we, what we don't want to do, I actually haven't talked about this in a long time, is put our past stuff, our past baggage, all of that out into our future. And most of us do that because that is our reference point for what we've experienced. And so we put that into our future. And then bringing all this full circle, like I, I was reflecting on and thinking about how I used to be and used to do this. You know, I, I definitely fit the description, profile, whatever you want to call it, of being codependent for a good part of my life. And it came from, my mom doesn't really have to listen to the show, but she's coming up today. So, you know, it started in my relationship with her. I was very codependent and I was the caregiver, like half, you know, I was not okay unless I was taking care of somebody else. That's that's how that looked for my, in my world. And it's bullet over into my first marriage. And I was really just reflecting on like, that is not in my space. 
anymore because the codependent me would have been, you know, basket case, like needy in tears, needing somebody to just take care of me. Like, woe is me. I'm by myself on Christmas and blah, 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 blah. Like all of that stuff would have been in the space. Right. And I had Christmases like that and going to visit my family and feeling like I, you know, wasn't welcome. And there's, there's so much backstory in there, but none of that's in my space anymore. And so you want to look at like what things that they're not good, bad, positive, negative, whatever, but just like what things are in your space that are preventing you from really having I'm looking for the word, you know, from, from being fulfilled, from truly being happy in any moment, in any circumstance. That doesn't mean that I didn't acknowledge feelings of, you know, being lonely or that I wasn't aware that, you know, evenings were harder. And so I was wallowing in the drama of Heartland, (laughs) like a show I only watch when I'm by myself. Um, but, you know, and, and it doesn't mean like in any moment, I didn't make myself wrong about it either. It, you know, I, I acknowledged that I was feeling those things and some really great things came out of it. Like my husband was stuck at home alone as well. Cause we'd done our Christmas with all, all of our boys and his boys were with their mom. And we actually had like the longest conversation and, and deepest and, you know, most connected conversation we probably had since we started dating. Cause we just had time. <laughs> and even though he wasn't physically present and there, like, that became available because we also didn't have distractions around us. We could just focus on each other in having a conversation. So, you know, look for those things that are, are the subtle shifts, give, give awareness and, and allowance for whatever feelings are there and allow yourself the space to show up differently in what you're doing and, and how you approach these things. So that's all a kind of roundabout way to to introduce the new year and just challenge you to really, you know, truly think about, especially if you find yourself setting the same goals every year or wanting to do the same thing. So this is a big thing with weight loss, ladies. You know, that's that's like one of the primary things that women that I work with come to me with and, you know, are feeling frustrated by is they've been trying all this stuff and not able to lose weight. And I really challenge you to look at, you know, I've talked a lot about this, but who are you being? in that circumstance. Like I have a client who, even as we've been working together, you know, and there's a lot of circumstances for this and a lot of things that have happened. And I can see that big picture, but it's harder for her where her weight has steadily been increasing and she's understandably incredibly frustrated. And also in that place of, you know, self-loathing, self-hatred, ready to just throw in the towel, all of that stuff. And you have to look at, you know, if you step back from that and just say, is my body actually going to do what I want it to if I, I hate on it, if I'm, you know, in this frustrated place and just start, you know, it might be subtle tweaks. Like maybe you can't love your whole body or, or appreciate your whole body, but you want to start looking for those ways that like, how can I honor myself in whatever size, shape, form you take at the moment? Like, how can you honor yourself? And a lot of times it is not the restrictive diets or the, you know, chaotic workout routines or the things that we tend to turn to in the new year, it's actually about turning within. And this has become, you know, a big premise of what I teach and what I, I'm writing the book, the selfless syndrome book. It's tentatively being published on, on January 16th. I may or may not have found a publisher. So um, that's why it's tentative because uh, I might hold off to actually publish it with somebody, which would be great. But, you know, the whole, what I've learned in all of these things that we talk about on this show is it's about 
A, slowing down to then go fast, but also finding that ability to actually connect with yourself and what learn what you actually need. Because a lot, most of us don't know. It's like we've, we've lost, if we ever even had, we've lost the ability to figure that out for ourselves. And, and that's where a lot of the work that I do comes in and, and kind of holds the space to, to do that in. That's not the conversation or topic for today. But with that, you know, I'm leaving you with some deep things to think about as usual. And before we wrap up, I just wanted to share some of the stuff that I have planned and, and created both with this the podcast platform and in general in ways that you can connect and engage. You know, if you're getting a lot out of these conversations that I show up and have with myself and I, I know people listen to them cause I, I track it and see, um, and I'm honored by that. And, and I, I am humbled that there's value in what I have to say, cause that's always big deal. Right. And if you would like to engage more or differently or in a different medium, I, um, have launched a weekly newsletter, like I mentioned, called the Selfies Chronicles. So that's one thing. It's published on LinkedIn. If you are not a LinkedIn person, just make sure you're on my email list, which you can get onto um, going to our website, emergentwomencoaching.com backslash subscribe. And that should allow you to just get on the Selfies Chronicle email list. I don't often send out a ton of other emails. You know, occasionally if I've got, you know, a big event coming up or, you know, something new happening, I will send out maybe one or two additional emails in a month, but you will get one weekly email. They come out on Wednesdays and that's just another place to engage in a different form. I'm previously a writer, so I enjoy showing up there as well. And, you know, really just expanding on a lot of these ideas that I bring to the podcast. So that's one option. And then the other is I've started this new thing called tea talks. And what tea talks are is they are not a webinar. They are not a sales thing. It is an opportunity to come together in a intimate. I, I try to keep them to no more than like 10, maybe 15 women, but an intimate setting where we actually, I just facilitate a conversation around a lot of the things that we talk about on the show. And it's actually directed by you and whoever shows up that day and where you're needing support. But we bring a blanket. I will totally have my fuzzy blanket. I will probably be in a sweatshirt and, you know, my comfy clothes and a cup of your favorite tea. You can bring coffee if you really want to. I'm just not a coffee drinker. And we just show up and hang out for an hour and talk and connect and, you know, get insight, get inspiration, get support, get, you know, clarity, get new perspective. That's, that's what these are, are designed around. And so they happen monthly. And the first one is coming up on January 8th, which is a Sunday. And they, um, so they're the second Sunday of the month, each month. They're at noon Pacific time and register, sign up, join. There's a link to do so. It's um, going to be a Calendly link. So just pick the date that works for you. I'm opening them up, 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 opening them up about three months in advance at a time and join us and let's, you know, engage in an actual conversation. Cause it's one thing to show up, you know, and listen to the show regularly and, and, hear the information and that's another to actually figure out how to do something tangible with it and so that's what the tea talks are really about and those are open to they're totally free and they're open to whether you are a past client a current client or have never interacted with me in you know a live setting they are open to everyone so that is happening on this sunday and then the last thing is at least once a month i am going to actually show up and teach um a webinar and so this month we're focused on gut health and 
you know, healing our gut, because I know that's a big issue that I find with a lot of women. Um, so we're going to be doing a webinar later in the month on bloating, brain fog, and fatigue. So keep your eyes posted for that. Again, if you're not on my email list, that's one that will be coming out on there. And, you know, with that, I just want to say happy new year. And you know, I hope today gives you some, some more deeper thinking to do on, on whatever it is that you're creating in this new year. And I would love to know what that is. So, you know, wherever you're listening, either put in a, a comment or if you're on YouTube or, you know, shoot me an email. I, I don't bite. I will reply. <laughs> My email is dralex at emergentwomencoaching.com. And just let me know, what are you up to this new year? And where are you challenged or where do you see yourself, you know, showing up and creating things out of reaction rather than what you really want to create? And let me know if you need any support around that because that's what I'm here for. So with that, I wish you all a happy, joyous, amazing 2023, and we will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Selfless Syndrome Show. I truly couldn't make the show if it weren't for you, my amazing, lovely, and loyal listener. I so appreciate the emails, the shout outs, the shares, and the reviews, all of which inspire me and motivate me to keep coming back to the mic week after week in order to provide high quality content that helps you find that elusive thing called balance and really build the life, career, and body you are worthy of. I have one little request. If you have benefited from this show in any way, I would so appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and review the show. You can leave a five-star review, leave an honest review. This really helps us get in front of more amazing listeners just like you and keep growing our mission to help women leaders around the world build the life, career, and body they are worthy of.